Welcome to the Discipleship Now podcast, hosted by Dr. Matthew Turner, an author, ordained minister, and father of three. Dr. Turner has pastored, held multiple ministry leadership roles, and currently serves as the Mission USA Administrator of the Congregational Holiness Church. In each episode, we'll dive into different aspects of discipleship, sharing personal stories and experiences, as well as insights and teachings from the Bible. Our hope is that this podcast will serve as a source of encouragement and inspiration for all who listen, whether you're a seasoned Christian or just beginning your journey of faith. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and join Dr. Matthew Turner on this journey of discipleship. Merry Christmas, everyone. I hope that wherever you are, in your car or your home, for your job, listening to this podcast, that you are reminded today of how much God loves and cares about you. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever would believe in Him would not have to perish, but could have everlasting life. And I want to encourage you today that God's love for you is never changing and unending. He loves you so very much. I'm so grateful that you have joined with me on this podcast today as we begin this four-part series uh, looking at the Christmas story, and I want to pick out a couple of individuals and things within the Christmas story that we know and love so very well that I hope will be an encouragement to you as they have been to me as I've prepared and studied and gotten this together to share with you over the next four weeks. With the thing that I, I'm going to say over and over, and I really want you to understand this and try to get, to get through to you, is that God wants to use you to carry out His incredible, extraordinary plan for your life and for this world. He really wants to use you. And He so wants to use His people, His children, that we read in the story and we're going to be looking deeply into the book of Luke. We, we're going to read in this story how that God chose different types of people to bring about the greatest miracle ever, which is the Son of, of God coming into the world and being born as a baby. And so we, I'm so excited about this, and I hope that it will be encouragement to you as we dive into this. Hello and welcome to Discipleship Now. My name is Dr. Matthew Turner, and in this podcast, we try to focus on discipleship with regards to life, family, and ministry. And growing closer to God is a life pursuit. It is for me, and I hope that it is for you as well, that every day we get an opportunity to learn more about God, which in of itself draws us closer to Him and Him to us. And so I want us to look at a couple of pieces of Scripture in the Christmas story found in Luke chapter 1, and I want us to read a couple of verses. Let's look here, Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. It says, Now in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent by God to the city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. So I want us to look at this incredible young woman that we know and the scripture calls Mary. How incredible it must have been for Mary the particular day 
to receive such a greeting from a messenger of God, the angel, who came to, to Mary and said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. This is so interesting. You know, Mary was from Nazareth, which was really a poor community. It was a community that other people used as the brunt of a joke. You remember uh, John who wrote when Jesus was introduced he, that he was from Nazareth. Nathaniel said, can anything good come from Nazareth? So Naz- Nazareth was one of those towns that people didn't think a lot of, didn't think much good could come from, and used it in jokes, and it was always in a negative light. And yet we see that it was there that God found a woman, a young maiden named Mary, who was to be the mother of Jesus, the Son of God. How incredible, and what a wonderful lesson it is for in, in it for us. That it doesn't matter where we come from or our background or our station in life, whether we grew up uh, in a wealthy family or without any wealth whatsoever or maybe in a family that has some sort of prestige or some in a family that is little known to the community. It does not matter where you come from or your past. God wants to use you no matter who you are or where you come from. And that's one thing that, w- that we can be encouraged about in Mary's life. And we must be careful. I'll say that this at the beginning. We must be careful how we approach Mary when we talk about how extremely favored and blessed that she was, and indeed she was, even the angel said that she was. But the largest Christian denomination in the world, of course it, was the, it is the Catholic Church, has taken this story from Luke chapter 1 and used it to bestow upon Mary titles and prestige and honor that only belongs to Christ. We must be careful and not think that Mary is the one in whom that we should pray to and seek for, but rather understand that it was simply God's goodness, mercy, and grace that favored Mary and not Mary's accomplishments themselves. The Catholic Church has even labeled her as the co-redemptor with Christ. It's hard for me to even really say that out loud because it seems so it seems so dangerous to say that but but that's that is exactly what has happened and understand this morning that or understand today that mary was just a girl she's just a human born into sin just as you and i have been as well and this is important because when we apply this to our lives there it helps us to understand that there's not a thing that we can do to deserve God's goodness or to achieve His grace. Mary did not do anything to achieve the goodness and grace of God. There's no amount of good or no amount of good works that can bring God's love to us, His grace, His mercy. No, when God decides to bless us, it's simply because He's good and he wants to bless us. And so I think it's important for us to talk about that and to just lay that out there right at the beginning as we are encouraged by the story of Mary and absolutely challenged by the decisions and the things that she does that no doubt are honorable, 
But we have to understand that Mary was just a girl. She was just a human like you and I are. And it's important to know that, as I said, because it helps us to know that if God can do this in and through someone like Mary, who's just a human, then what can he do with you and I today? So when God decides to bless us, it's just simply his goodness and his grace that he uses or that compels him to bless us. So God wants to use you in this incredible and extraordinary plan that he has for your life and in the world today. And that's one thing that we can be encouraged about as we look at the story of Mary. One of the first things I want you to just kind of note about this incredible story is how humble Mary was. And I don't know about you, but an angel shows up in my house, starts talking to me. First off, it really wouldn't matter what this angel said. I would, I would think that I would just about lose my mind. What is going on with me? You know, what did I eat? What have I bumped my head? Which I do a lot because I'm so tall. What has happened that I'm seeing this vision? So, so listen to Mary's response when the angel comes there. So. The angel says, um, uh, it's a, the angel says in verse 28, Luke chapter 1, Rejoice highly favored when the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, the angel, she was troubled at his saying, Considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said, Don't be afraid, Mary, for you found favor with God. And behold, you'll conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He'll be great. He'll be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I know not a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also the Holy One who is born will be called the Son of God. So we're reading this conversation, and we think to ourselves, what could possibly be going through Mary's mind? What is going on? in this teenager's mind of hearing that she's she's not only favored by God, but she also is about to receive an incredible blessing by the Holy Spirit overshadowing her, her conceiving of the Spirit of God, and a baby beginning to grow in her womb that is the Son of God. Can you imagine what must have went through Mary's mind? Well, whatever went through Mary's mind, she came to a conclusion, and you can hear an incredible humbleness in her voice in verse 38 of Luke chapter 1. And it says, And Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. And this is this is the only the second time that Mary speaks, verse 38. So only the second time that Mary speaks uh, to the angel, when the angel comes to her, it's only the second time. And the second thing that she says to the angel is, yes, sir, whatever it is that God wants for, for my life, I accept it, be it unto me, just as you have said. Can you imagine? I, I bring this up because I know me, right? I know, I know me and my mind and how things work. The second thing that I would say would not be, okay, let's do it. <laughs> I would have so many questions and, and I have so many, well, God, what about my husband? God, what about my, my, my spouse? What about this? What am I going to say to my father? What am I going to say to my community? All of these things. Um, uh, 
angel, this is great. This is fantastic. I'm so grateful. But can you come with me and speak to my father for me so, so that he will believe me? Or can you come speak to Joseph so he will believe me? That's exactly one of the things I would say is, is this is wonderful, but, but I need you to come with me so you can explain everything. The second response of Mary was, yes, Lord, I'm, I'm a servant and I'll do whatever you want me to do. My goodness, how incredibly humble Mary was. And I think that it's, it's so important for us to see this fact and to be encouraged by this, that God wants to use us, a beloved you must humble yourself before the Lord before he can humble or before he can use someone. Matter of fact, James 4 and 10 says, humble yourself before the Lord and he will exalt you. So not the other way around. He doesn't exalt us while we're all full of pride and, and, and vanity. No, you humble yourself and God will exalt you. Matthew 23 and 12, whoever exalts himself will be humbled and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. God can do anything. He can do wonderful things in and through your life if you will stay humble. Don't allow yourself to fall into the trap of thinking that you deserve something from God. Beloved, you don't want what desert, what we are deserving of. You don't want what is coming to you if it was based off of merit alone. No, I'm grateful for God's grace and His mercy. I certainly don't deserve it, but I'm grateful, and it helps me to stay humble. But the other thing is I want you to note is how obedient Mary was, how obedient she was. She says her first response in Luke 1, 34 was, how can this be since I know not a man? Mary was a woman who knew the laws and the commands of God. She knew and she respected them. She obeyed them and she had never given herself over to a man or given herself to her own devices. She was a virgin, and this is an extremely important part of the story because there had to be a fulfilling of Scripture. Isaiah 14, 7 and 14, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a son. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. So, so uh, it caused uh, this, in, this incredible miracle that took place. If she was not a virgin, obviously she could have not been chosen. She was obedient. She she knew the commands of God, how that it was important to protect herself and to keep herself. And so however old that she was, probably a young teenager at this point, um, she, she did exactly what she was supposed to by the law, the standards of the Torah and the teachings of God's word. She was someone who was respectful and obedient to God's law. And I think this is so important. I think so often we want the Lord to bless us in spite of our, in spite of um, just doing things how we want to do them or doing things how we think we should do them. When God has a way that he has already laid out in Scripture that we're supposed to live our life by. And if we will humble ourselves and be obedient to his word, then God can use us and bless us beyond our wildest imaginations. And so Mary was incredibly obedient. And the last thing I want to encourage you with is not only was she humble, not only was she obedient, but Mary did what she could do. Now, I know we, we've talked a lot about what Mary was and how she, she was humble, she was obedient. 
was any of those things this great superpower? Did she have some sort of superpower that caused her to be able to to conceive and, and, and to be able to carry the Son of God? No, we've already talked about she was just a normal teenage girl. She didn't have any superpowers, but what she did do was she did she did what she could do. She was obedient. She was humble. She kept herself just as God told her. And, and his word told or tells us to keep ourselves. You don't have to uh, uh, think to yourself, I've got I've to have all of this, all of this power or resources. I've got to be able to do this, that, or the other before God can use me. No, no. All God is looking for is a willing vessel, someone who's obedient, someone who's faithful, going to church every, every opportunity, faithful in tithing, faithful in serving, doing the small things, not being afraid or or too proud to to clean toilets or mop floors or whatever. God is looking for somebody that can do what you can do so that he can elevate you to a new station. I saw something the other day on social media that said if you're uh, if you're too good or too proud to uh, to use a mop, then God will never entrust you to use a mic or a microphone and i think that i thought that was so powerful and 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 so true you need to do what you can do where are you right now in your life you may just be simply a church member somewhere will be the best church member that you can be be present give and faithfully in your tithing show up to church encourage your pastor appreciate your pastor Show up to Sunday school, appreciate your those that are trying to pour into you, whether it's Sunday school or or small group or um, some sort of uh, groups that meet throughout the week or whatever it may be. Be faithful in the small things, and God will bless you and take you to new 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 stations or new places in your life. We look at the we look at Mary, and there's so many more things, and and of course we could have went in more detail about all of these, but I want to encourage you that God wants to use you in this incredible plan that he has for your life and for the world. But you got to be humble. You must be obedient. And right now, where you are, you need to do what you can do, and God will bless you. I'm so grateful that you joined me in this episode uh, this week as we look at this first character in Scripture in this incredible Christmas story. I hope that you've enjoyed this. Please go and avail yourself to all of the resources at MatthewRyanTurner.com. Don't forget this incredible Christmas season. My wife, Anna Kate Turner, at turnerlittles.com has many Christmas family um, products, including an Advent kit, including Hope and Wonder, which is a devotional journal for families and children. So please go there as well. Avail yourself to all of these resources from our family, and we hope that you are with us next time on Discipleship Now. Until then, may the Lord bless and keep you. Thank you for listening to the Discipleship Now podcast hosted by Dr. Matthew Turner. We hope this episode has encouraged and inspired you on your faith journey. Don't forget to subscribe and share with others who might benefit from these conversations. Until next time, keep seeking Jesus and growing in your discipleship journey.